I got the uh, I got everything going over here. You got it going? Oh, you're recording too. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. All right. So, welcome to your take is ex- excrement. Hold on. No, no. Right in. <laughs> and <laughs> don't cut out the, the right. surprise at at the start. No, this is your take is excrement. Uh, a podcast brought to you by uh, hashtag Machine Age Productions and uh, Amity Dream Studios. Forgive me, I just took a giant hit of weed. What's uh, weed? I've what's never weed? Had, I've never what's had a drug? Before. What's psychedelics? No. Um, <laughs> uh, hashtag I Hunt is a, uh, a tabletop RPG. You can play it's with true. your friends. You don't need a tabletop. Uh, you can play online on like Roll20. Um, I think there's... I, yeah, on Roll20. Uh, if you don't have IRL friends, uh, play it. Download the, the app on the phone in the game. And then hunt down some monsters in the gig economy. Uh, you know what it is. Yeah. Uh, and also, head over to Ambijoom Studios. Pick up, pick up some art for your walls. Pick up some clothes for your body. Pick up some psychedelic art for your soul. Yeah. You know. You know what it is. Yeah. Hello. By the way, I'm Maylitz. Oh, and I'm Neo. And uh, we just like to apologize for being like... Four days late on this. If if yeah, listen, I'm on tour right now, so yeah, I am back here gracing everyone with my presence. But like, let me tell you what, I'm pretty, I'm tired. I've I've had what the kids call mm-hmm. a day off. Yesterday, I had a day off, which I haven't had. I feel like I haven't had a day off in fucking two years. I tell you what, yeah. I, yeah, it was it was great. I watched American Sniper for work. God bless. On my day off. Mr. Bradley Cooper. Wait, have you seen that movie? I loved that movie no, as a child. No, don't fuck with me. When I was a little kid, before, before no, Karl Marx spoke to me in my dreams. Although I will say, I liked it. I always thought it was weird and problematic, even as an obnoxious right-wing kid. Because it, I was like, it, like legitimately, it was the movie that made me realize that 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 war films were propaganda. Oh yeah, because it's so fucking propaganda. It's so blatant. <laughs> so like when I was a kid, I liked it, but I was like, I was able to recognize that this is propaganda. Um, another war movie I loved as a child, uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Mm. Mm. I know mm. only red flags over here. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's fucked up because I'm like all for. Women directors. I'm like, yeah. yay, women directors. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, why does that have to be Zero Dark Thirty? Why does it have to be The Hurt Locker? <laughs> yeah, I need. I really need to watch The Hurt Locker. Honestly, The Hurt Locker is probably the best of those movies. Mm-hmm. Those I, propaganda movies. I think the the only Iraq War movie that I, I or Desert Storm, whichever the two you want, that I enjoy now is uh, the show Generation Kill. Yeah, okay. It's mostly about how fucked up it was. Yeah. Because, like, instead of the cool, like, Marine shootout, more often than not, you have the scene where the Marines are, like, scouting a village and, like, wow, look at all these, like, innocent people. And it just gets bobbed by some other dipshits. Right. And they're like, God damn it. Well, so, like, um,. American Sniper. I I don't. I know that this this podcast. You know. Well, okay. The the bit is that we don't have a topic. So no. right now, I this is what's on my mind. Yeah. So and absolutely. I need to put it somewhere. So I was. I, I I. If you didn't say that, I was about to to start kink at pride discourse. So oh, let's Jesus. Let's fuck. go with American Sniper. Okay. Shit. 
Um, yeah, no. So uh, there's a scene in American Sniper where uh, he, Bradley Cooper is doing this weird thing with his mouth the whole movie where his mouth looks all yes. like big and weird and he comes running out of the bathroom and he's like oh the hell honey and he like is looking at the tv just as like 9-11 happens and then it just cuts <laughs> to his face all dramatic he's like i gotta go defend the greatest country in the whole that, world remember that scene where he beat a dog to death i do i do remember that i remember the scene where he shot a child in the head and then shot another child. <laughs> I no shit. I saw a bumper sticker today at work that was uh, what the fuck was it? It was like it was like don't pray for for uh, what the fuck was it? I guess I think it was like don't pray for soldiers, pray for snipers or something like that. And it's like, what the fuck does that mean? Don't what? Why are we advocating for who we should or should not pray for? Right. Anyway, like, I'm sorry. It was democratize like, prayer, please. Everyone a, can be prayed for. It was a mental and flash. It was a mental flashbang of a bumper sticker. No, okay, American Sniper. Yeah, no, that's a he. He domes the kid in the head. Isn't that right after he shoots the mother in the head? It is. Um, I I found the film to be okay. So they do this every year, especially during uh, war times. You'll notice. Where there is a film that comes out with a very specific intent to pick at... Okay, so this is hard to explain, and I've had marijuana, but here we go. So, there's something called the, the, uh, the film going public. The cinema going public. The, the people who go see movies when they come out. Uh-huh. This number is shrinking. And it does not make up very much of a percentage of the population of America. So in order to reach outside of that, you have to have something that is already news noteworthy that people have heard of. And it has to feel like an event and have a lot of big names attached to it. And so mm-hmm. every year they usually do one big war movie and the war movie is almost always sponsored by the military industrial complex and it's with the express purpose of getting young people to join the army so that they can become meat for machine guns um so uh so while you're talking about that i decided to go and look up the military's propaganda budget Ooh, it's high believe it or not uh they don't really publicly state it oh really i wonder I, why <laughs> yeah fuck Oh shit. Okay, so in advertisements alone, the US military spends a hundred million dollars. And just, just just like TV ads wow. and shit. Um okay. the uh in two thousand nine Politico estimated that the military spent close to a billion dollars on uh on very however you like propaganda. So in the like military entertainment complex however else like yeah. all the other military propaganda efforts that's not great that's yeah people i don't that's bad it's like i feel like people assume that like only like despots and like nazis have propaganda yeah but, like no. no every everyone does it uh propaganda like, is something that everyone is guilty of but but when we i think to narrow the definition of propaganda just a tad I would define propaganda as information 
provided by the state, disguising the fact that it is by the state using state money for state purposes. I don't. I don't even think you need to like disguise it because at the end of every Marvel movie, there's a big old like sponsored by the DOD. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the weird thing is like a lot of it is is becoming very. <laughs> Cognito as opposed to incognito. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's a thing. Well, but I mean, it's just like very visible. Right. Well, I think that's what's interesting. Like, I don't know. I, I like, um, I like American propaganda in the Second World War is like, it's just something I like look at because it's oh, fascinating. Yeah, it's not. I also watched the like old black and white training videos that they showed, showed Ooh, like buddy. basic Marines. Yeah. They're all incredible. Uh, I highly recommend you go watch them on YouTube. They're amazing. I love them. But uh, well, yeah, and and so the express purpose of all of these uh, is um, okay. So the first propaganda movie uh, with the official stamp of military industrial complex uh-huh. money was Green Berets, starring John Wayne. Right. Uh, God bless. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I've heard the song. It sucks. Anyway, so... I think John Wayne just sucks. Hot take. That's not a hot take. That's a cold take. He sucks. So... I mean, uh, John Wayne super sucks. Oh, Oh. no. I actually think he's a fine actor. I think he sucks (laughs) when it comes to politics. Uh, there's this... There's this thing where he gave a really drunken speech, like... At at the military academy? Have you heard that? Yes. It's amazing. It's so good. Anyway, anyway, anyway... The Green Berets was the first propaganda movie, and the bit there was that it was like literally encouraging people to go to war and enlist, right? Lest they be pussies, yeah. And so it led a lot of people to join war efforts in Vietnam and then uh, die, get thrown in a fucking meat grinder, yeah, literally, and get blasted with napalm and catch some PTSD, yeah. Anyway, so. They, uh, they all, um, they're all very smart making that, uh, so, so, so Chris Kyle's story, you know, it's, it's very literally about a man who, apropos of nothing, decided he was a big guy and a big deal and he was going to go kill himself some, right, uh, Muslims because he was... A white man. Islamophobic in a time, even before 9-11, he was like, yeah, we got to go over there and kill him. And then when 9-11 happened, it just like vindicated where he already was. And he Uh was like, yeah, no, they're evil. We need to kill all of them because they're evil. And, uh, and somehow Clint Eastwood, I believe directed that. Yeah. Um, sounds like it. He made the attempt to convince a lot of people that Chris Kyle was a hero and not only a hero, but a good dude and not only a good dude, but like the, the be all end all of dudes. Like he was a, he was the dude. And if you want to be the dude, all you have to do is enlist in the military. He lied like a shitload. Oh yeah. Believe it or not. I can't believe it. Uh, like he lied on a bunch of confirmed kills. He got, he also, in, in, in his memoir, he said he, like, he, like, got into a bar fight with this Navy SEAL, which is absolutely not true. Um, oh, he just made that up? He, he just made up, and the Navy SEAL's like, the fuck? I think, and I think it was, like, one of our politicians who was, like, a Navy SEAL and shit, okay. who's, like, in California. I think, I can't, I, I'm, I'm fuzzing the details, but 
the politician like literally is like 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 sued him for for libel oh, okay. and shit and then chris kyle got fucking blown away and so then everyone went after this dude because he was suing the estate of chris kyle for libel and he was just like uh i'm not i'm not gonna fight with the dead man and just like pulled pulled the lawsuit out god damn <laughs> no turns out um i uh careful here he put a gun in the hands of like yeah you know i i'm like i i do think there's 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 some ways to use firearms in like a rehab sort of way but i don't think like i guess i think it will well but i but it i don't think the like hey come with me my buddy go shooting i don't think that's the right way to to like help help de-stress people with ptsd yeah putting them right in their trigger zone yeah <clears throat> well like in the movie in order to justify the morality of what Chris Kyle was doing that led to his death, they tried to paint it as innocent and in saying that he was trying to help people with PTSD by taking them out to the woods and, and shooting with them. Yeah. So they cut to a scene of a guy. He, uh, he shoots. He hits a target. And then he turns to Chris Kyle and he <laughs> says, it feels like I just got my balls back. I, and then they cut to a different scene, and then like three scenes later, there's just a title card that says Chris Kyle was killed by a fucking, <laughs> and, and it's just like, yeah. Well, and I'm not. Well, trying, so they were trying to justify his morality there. Anyway, yeah. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to say people with like PTSD shouldn't have access to firearms. I'm just saying like it's like there's certain people who just shouldn't have access to firearms. Period. And there's like people who I don't know, people who Chris Kyle was wanting to give firearms to is like. Having that specific mission statement was unhinged. Well, the purposes remain for the same reason, you know? I mean, why why does he want to give his right-wing buddies who used to be in the military firearms? Well, maybe it's to help them get over their PTSD. But maybe it's to arm them for the upcoming race war. I. Uh- yeah, and I it's just like I don't know. I feel I, like Chris Kyle was probably a covert scumbag and I bet he wasn't even all that covert about it. I don't think he it. was covert. Like Yeah, I mean he did shoot children to death. Yeah. Uh well, and, okay, and it's like going back to Generation Kill. Like there's a bit in Generation Kill where someone like the rules are enga- of engagement is like if you think anyone's a hostile, you can shoot them in this scene. So one of the characters shoots at someone who he thinks is a hostile and he, like, hits a kid. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, for an entire episode, they have this whole bit of, like, holy shit, Trombley shot a kid. Like, we have to get this kid to the hospital. Well, how do we get a kid to the hospital? You know? And it's this whole right. big dilemma where it's, like, holy fuck, this is, this is a horrific aspect of war. This should never happen. Like, it's, like, we're just driving here. This kid's walking and he gets shot. Like, this is so fucked up what we're doing. Yeah. And, like, it's been like an episode, like 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 a seventh of the show is is about that, um. And then yeah. American Sniper, it's like, oh no, Mama's got a gun. Oh no, the kid's reaching for it. That makes me feel sad. 
Isn't it so cool? I can shoot this dude. Well, they they move on from that rather quickly. Immediately. Well, so so the thing is, I I watched two movies yesterday, and I want, <laughs> and they were very similar. The, the sequel the, to American Sniper. The, uh, the the other movie was Demon House, the Zach Bagans movie, which I talked about on the podcast a couple episodes ago. Yeah. But I'm gonna briefly mention it again here. Um, they they have the same behaviors. What pathological liars? Yes, Clint Eastwood <laughs> and Zach Bagans are both equal parts charlatan for the purposes of evil. Um, uh, Zach Bagans will do the thing where he's like, "I had a dream. It made me go to this conclusion, and so I hired a bunch of scumbags, and then they they became like fuck evil and started doing crazy shit. And then they like observed the fact that." And then we the stalked. movie was supposed to be spooky, so they started making everything all spooky. And then we stalked this random family. And we stalked a random family, yeah. And so, and and it's just like jumping to conclusions to justify moral choices that are like literally the worst <laughs> things. So you're like they're stalking them because they found a video online with their the number on the front of their house. Yeah. So like they literally. <laughs> Like fucking talks them and then yes. they go to their house. And it's like it's like ah like the moral choices in and of themselves and they justify it by going, well, they have information on these ghosts, and it's very important to get information about ghosts because of science. So was it not just the twelve foot demon in that house or, or were there other ghosts? I didn't I know, see shit. I, dude. Well, but I, know I watched what, the movie and I, I didn't I, see nothing. I know at the start of it they were talking about the demon. But did they then Well, supposedly pivot? they said there was a 12-foot demon, then they said there were 200 demons, then they said there was like a satanic ritual under the ground. And then they started hearing ghost noises. Yeah. So, it's, it's real hard to understand. But, but my point here, I'm trying to draw I'm a sorry. line between Zach Bagans and Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, in the film American Sniper, also uses weird shorthand to justify... Very bare bones moral choices that we as an audience never really get a chance to uh, interrogate before we just move on. And they just do a, well, had to do what he had to do. Yeah. He had to shoot I mean, the fucking kid. That kid was about to blow up a bunch of Marines. He had to shoot that kid. And it's, and, and like, they never walk it back to any sort of like reasoning, you know? There's never a conversation about this whole like, why are we here? What there's, are we doing here? Yeah. Well, there, and there's even that scene where he's like, I want to go home. And his brother's like, you can't go home. Everyone looks up to you, Chris. You're a legend, Chris. You're a legend. Yeah. No, it was very bizarre, something, to be honest with you. Like, something that absolutely did not happen. <laughs> oh, no. Like, well, none of, nothing. Uh, none of this happened. <laughs> like, as I was watching it, I was like, wow, this didn't happen at all. Like, what, what? You know what you, you don't realize is that, okay, we were talking about this because 9-11 just happened. I think that that has the a lot- The anniversary of 9-11 just happened. I'm sorry. The anniversary of 9-11 did not just happen. It happened like a decade ago. Oh, over a decade ago. A very long ass time ago. Never mind. Like 19... 2001. Fuck. That's like 21 years? Yeah. Jesus, fuck. Anyway, that's a long time. Um, no. Anniversary of 9-11, uh, which, in, if you are a millennial, was your first exposure 
to not save for life content. Like, that was the first time everybody saw something fuck horrible happen. And everyone just had to watch as people, like, jumped out of the building and killed themselves. (laughs) And um, the planes hit the buildings and all the shit. But what a lot of people don't realize is they they want to think that... um, Bless you. Thank you. They want to think that... Uh, it was that bad for us. It was that traumatic for our generation over here. But then when it came to war, they painted like in the cinematic way. Right. But war was not cinematic. War is a disgusting mess. And cinema about war fails in every way Uh to convey how horrible war is. Speaking of that, did you see they're remaking All Quiet on the Western Front? I didn't. That's okay. That's all right. Fun anyway. Fact. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, a lot of people will be like, oh, 9-11 was horribly traumatizing for our nation. But, like, if you watched footage from the Iraq War and you just, just raw footage of it. Yeah. Way worse. Yeah. <laughs> way worse. Uh-huh. So, like, this attempt to paint these events and these moral choices and these actions without nuance through a cinematic lens and then, like, use that to justify even further horrible moral decisions so that we can claim this guy was a hero, so that we can claim that this is, like, the soul of America, so that we can say that this is what men should strive to be. So that men will go off to become uh, meat for machine guns, mm-hmm. and that is <laughs> that is <laughs> that is our want uh, in life at this yeah. point. Well, and like, and so you're talking about Green Beret with like Clint Eastwood, which oh, really funny is yeah, yes, Clint Eastwood with bent, uh, John Wayne, John Wayne. I'm sorry, not Clint Eastwood. Yeah, John Wayne uh, bent over backwards to avoid the draft. And to avoid oh, yeah. going World War II. Yes. To the point where everyone in Hollywood like made fun of him. Yeah. For, for dodging the draft. For dodging so the hard. draft. Well, and, and like all the other actors in that time, like a lot of them like legitimately went and like were like pilots and like actually were like, yeah, on yeah, the front like, lines Jimmy Stewart and shit. was like literally yeah. a pilot. A and it's like pilot. Yeah, and it's like you can say what you want about them and their like takes, but like they literally put their life on the line to bomb some Nazis, right? Yeah, like uh, when when the call came out, everybody kind of showed up for that. Yeah, and so but John Wayne did not, and it, and it's like it's like a pro, a movie about war made by someone who's been to war. I think is inherently different than a movie about war tr- with the explicit purpose to get kids to go to war made by somebody who is terrified of war and dodged dodged any responsibility he he had. Yeah, um, yes. So, well, and also there's a lot of guilt associated with that. So they end up late, like later in life making these like war movies encouraging people to go support the American effort in other countries, which is usually just colonialist. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically what I'm saying is American Sniper, just like Zach Bagans, is uh, the soul of America, which is to say a rotten capitalist shell uh, that is disguising itself as heroism uh, with the express, explicit purpose of turning us into ghosts for Zach Bagans to hunt. 
I it's see it's a cycle. Clint Eastwood makes a movie. A bunch of people go to war and die. Zach Bagans hunts their ghosts. If repeat. If, if I'm a ghost and Zach and I, I, I smell the axe body spray coming off of Zach Bagans, <laughs> I will go and put my head in holy water. Bold of you to assume that he smells good in any axe conceivable. Smell good. No, but it, I mean. <laughs> You know, he seems no, like no. the kind of guy who would not shower for no. three days and then spray Axe He's, body spray and yeah, be like, this will exactly. take care of it. Like and the, it the, the middle school special. Yeah, the, the middle school special. The 14-year-old in a Fortnite shirt. You ever you ever smell like someone and be like, Jesus Christ, that, that, that person just masturbated. <laughs> like, have you ever known? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I actually don't know the smell of masturbation. Well, I don't know. I don't know why I, I, I think this, but... It's just like there's like a specific kind of dirty, sweaty vibe I get off of some guys where like I'll meet them and I'll be like, oh, geez. Oh, man. I don't know if I should talk to you. I don't want to touch. I don't want to shake your hand. I don't want to shake your hand, man. Like, I think you just finished. Like, I got to go. Nah. Anyway. So, uh, (laughs) I guess this episode of of uh, your take is off topic is is all about how uh, Chris Kyle was a fraud <laughs> and nine eleven is uh, is a justifiable entrance it's, into uh, horror and bloodshed that basically killed our country. It's really funny because I never I never see like some dude being like, "Yeah, I was a combat medic. I think we should go to war." Right, it's always like yeah, it's right? always like it's like Eric Prince, who was a Navy SEAL and then got out like right before he was deployed. And yeah, so he didn't actually do anything, you know. And it's like those and, motherfuckers. Yeah, or like John or John Wayne or people who haven't been to war. It's and it's like it's like I guess Chris Kyle went to war, but like he like I don't know. I, I like Chris Kyle was weird though because apparently, according to the film, he was very much like. I just can't let my buddies dive down in the dirt and not and not be defended from the sky by me with my gun and I'm amazing at this. It's it's just like uh, But really he he was just like I love killing brown people yeah. and he was just like let's fucking go yeah. and he just got on a Humvee and with a big gun and was like I'm going to fuck this country up and that was his goal. Right. That and- was why he kept going. Right, but like, well, I don't doubt he's a liar. Is my he point. did a bunch of shit in Iraq. He also is like a pathological liar, and like, it's like, well, ev- and it's like everything. It's like so much of his book has been disproven by like just like random people being like that. If, absolutely did not happen. If you call yourself a hero, people will believe you. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like it's never the people who like. It's like I'm I'm, I'm trying to like like elaborate or I'm trying to like figure out what I'm, what I'm trying to yeah, communicate. Yeah, you're elucidating what you're saying. But it's just, it seems like everyone who's in the military that, that I've known who's been like pro-war hasn't really like been in the mud. Oh, yeah. Like, and it's like, I don't, it's like, I don't, if, if I don't think Chris Kyle was ever like in the mud. <laughs> no, I mean, he seemed to be like cushy sniper's nest, shoot down at people, blow and them like, away it's like, kind of vibe. Well, and it's like, if hey, is that a child? Bam! Yeah. If you're complaining about being a sniper in like Iraq, it's like it's like the fucking like sniper duels in like Vietnam and the World War II are like 
insane. And then in Iraq, it's like it's like if you see if you think there's an enemy sniper, you just fucking carpet bomb the village and move the fuck on. Yeah, like, it's like get out Come of here on. with this, this whole like sniper battle shit. It's like you called in air support or you mortared them or like well, you called in artillery. I thought like, that it was interesting how Clint Eastwood was clearly very influenced by the video game series, resident evil <laughs> in, in that he had many, many bosses in the film. Uh, there was, Oh yes. There was the guy who does the beheadings. Yes, he was the, a boss. The, the, the uh, guy who and the, 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 the butcher, the, the guy the, with the drill. Yes. And yeah, and then, and then you had the sniper you had to fight. And then there was the yeah the sniper, and it was just like wow, set him up so Chris Kyle yeah. and his gun can knock him down. And I'm, I, I, I'm not trying to disparage <laughs> snipers in Iraq. I'm just saying like sniper. You're not well. Fucking, I don't know. I, I have I, a bad. Listen. I'm trying to disparage Chris Kyle. <laughs> not not like there um, are a lot of well-meaning people that are in the military. Yes, I feel. I feel. Like many of those people have told me that they later have a lot of regrets about being part of the right. military. And also there are jobs in the military that are completely unrelated to going over and literally killing a bunch of people. But yeah. as far as like disparaging people who kill other people in war, uh, I don't have a high opinion of it. <laughs> right. So I don't know how to justify this. Right. Cause like on one hand, I like to think that there are a lot of people that are in the military. I mean, fucking Chelsea Manning was in the military. Yeah. It did not go well. No. <laughs> um, well, but, but point, point made. I mean, I, I think there's, there's always been this American tradition of like people going in the military and coming out really left wing. I think that's very, very funny. I've noticed this. Like, like there's just. I wonder what the fuck the deal is there. Yeah, why that like, happened? Oh shit, we're being exploited. Yeah. Well, and so I don't know. I don't like to disparage people for their their lives, the lives that they've had to lead to yes. get to where they are, or whatever. That said, I yeah, I just don't have an, a super high opinion of people who shoot other people in other countries, right? Because like, well, I've seen your work, and I'm well, not a big fan and, of it. And well, <laughs> and, and, like there's there's this aspect of like economic of like of like the economic push to the military, yes. and so. It's. I don't doubt. There's a lot of people who shot other people in Iraq who truly didn't want to be there and weren't gung ho about shooting other people in Iraq. And I have nothing like. It's like if you're like if you're some random grunt who I'm good. Thank you. Who like needed health insurance and so you joined the infantry and you had to shoot like a, a combatant in war. Like I have nothing to say to that person. Right. right. It's like I can't. It, I can't begin to comprehend the experiences that they've gone through in that. But like, when you join the military out of racism and Islamophobia, and then write books bragging about how how many how many brown people you shot, fuck them to death. Yeah, like yeah, fuck that person, right? Like, there's not a lot of redeeming factors for that human no. being. This is this is my opinion. I read this book uh, called On Killing by Lieutenant Somebody, and <clears throat> it was basically a compilation of a bunch of people who went to war and did some killing and how they handled that. Um, and there was this one account of like a couple of soldiers who were like holed up in a building and they realized that there were a bunch of Nazis like over this wall. So they were like, Oh fuck, those Nazis are totally going to kill us. We should throw a grenade. So they like considered it and they held the grenade. They all looked at the grenade <laughs> They were all like, are we sure we want to throw this grenade at them? And they were like, yes. Okay, yes, we should do it. 
So they pulled the pin on the grenade, they threw the grenade, and the Nazis all died brutally, screaming bloody murder, Mm -hmm. and crawling out, bleeding everywhere with their bodies hacked to pieces. And they they watched this happen, because they had thrown the grenade to cause this, and then they immediately, like, laid down their arms, sat on the ground, cried, and vomited. Yeah. And it's because it's not uh, fun and cool to kill people. And I don't understand this justifiable, you know, like, Okay, here's the thing. I've seen war footage of people kill people. Mm-hmm. And then they feel bad about it. <laughs> like, a movie about a guy who killed a bunch of children and does not feel bad about it doesn't really do much for me, given the fact that, like, again, <laughs> I have seen your work and I'm not a fan. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's different than the cinematic lens puts on it. And nobody, for whatever reason, can can make that jump. There's the movie Come and See, which we're supposed to be watching next season. Yes. Um, that a lot of people say gets close, but no. It, I mean, it does, but it doesn't. I mean, the thing is, if you if you want to get close, there's this website called Live Leak. <laughs> no, <laughs> did you know um, the guy from Hardcore History, Dan Carlin? He has this show that he goes around with. And he's like, yeah, it's only like 14 minutes or something. Because he's like, I want it to an hour, but people said that would be psychological torture. And my lawyers wouldn't let me. So it's 14 minutes. And it's like a World War One simulator, but it's like an immersive experience. So you put on like a VR headset. And okay. then like, they have a sound system like designed by Skywalker Ranch to like just like as accurately as possible imitate artillery shells hitting near you. That sucks. Yeah. And so you just like hide in a trench and get shelled. For 14 minutes. Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, that sounds like psychological torture. Yeah, but I mean, but his whole bit is like, I want people to like actually experience what World War One, I, I, as close as I can make it to yeah. what, to what like actual war was like. Right. Because he's like, I don't, I, I, I hate this perception of like military movies being being seen as like what war is like. Yeah. Well, and and also there's this like the the other thing is the ethic of the of the military. Mm-hmm. Like the moral con- conduct image of the military by the citizenry. Right. Like the people see the military as these like honorable figures. And damn, it sure would, it, it sure would be terrible if they learned about the My Lay Massacre <laughs> or right. whatever. And they had to deal with the fact that like most of the time, like a lot of times soldiers will go over there. And do a lot of unnecessary killing, and then they will also do a lot of raping, right? Uh, which is not a uh, surprise if you've if you know anything about war. So, like it, it you know, there's a non-zero percent chance that the soldier that you're walking up to, who's in his fatigues at at Panda Express, and saying thank you for your service, you're a hero. There's a non-zero percent chance that 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 person could 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 be a rapist (laughs) like i mean that's that's these are things that are also characteristics of this Mm -hmm. so if you want to look at the military as like the military it is a complex web of a bunch of nuanced systems all working in tandem and some of them are rather bad yeah well and like look at look at it's like nearly every woman soldier in the military gets raped yes flat out 
Flat it's, out. It's it's almost a guarantee. <laughs> There's right? so much it's about like, this. That's and, so and for whatever reason, up. a lot of people do not know that. A lot of people don't give a shit. Like, like <laughs> I, I love how it's like a weekly occurrence that they find a body of someone who got raped to death at Fort Hood and like, fuck. Again. 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 Well, yeah, and it's just like, Jesus, Lu- guys. What, Lieutenant what? Rapey. Con- ah. Lieutenant Rapey. I don't want to do oh, paperwork. No. Yeah, well, yeah. so, I don't know. I'm not seeing that, that, like, everybody that you meet who is involved with the military is, like, a bad person, but I'm, my point is that, like, power ha- being given out in such a way can lend itself in a in a way <laughs> right. to destruction, and then we will justify that destruction, call that destruction American, and then say that it's good actually, and then unquestionably support it, even though it's probably really bad. Right. Well, and it's like the whole like we might seem really callous for like for, for what we're saying, but like, if you genuinely support the troops then, like, you want them, like, then the best thing is to have them back in the States, right? Like, well, so, so here's the thing there, right? So, um, if you, if you want to support the troops, support the, like, VAs here in the, in the United States that, that are, like, housing people who have, like, needs, uh, because they did go off to war, and they've been completely discarded by the government. The, the wants, needs, and, and health of, of the soldiers are are inversely proportionate to the wants, needs, and health of the military industrial complex. Well, in every one of those um, one of those generals that people lionize from the past, yeah, uh, has definitely come home from wherever they were doing their amazing colonial work, and then immediately sent the military after veterans who were simply protesting that they wanted more rights yeah. um, for it, having fought and died and lost limbs and their sanity uh, for colonialism. It, it happens so much more than you think it would. Patton did it. Uh, MacArthur yeah. MacArthur did it. Yeah, MacArthur, MacArthur, well, MacArthur wanted to, like, fucking gun them down. Yes. Like, MacArthur really wanted MacArthur to get in there and was, kill some veterans. Yeah, well, and it's just like, uh, hey, guys, <laughs> um, well, so, so who actually supports the troops? Is it them? Because, like, geez, they sure do be sending no. them out to do a bunch of bad shit these days. Yeah, and it's like, if you... If, if if you value, human, I would be questioning like, this, but of course you're not allowed to question authority in such a way, I, uh, which, as you know, is good. It's good actually to not be able to question authority when authority is doing crime. Right. Yeah. It's it's just like I don't know the this whole like like if you don't worship soldiers then you're evil, but if you ask us to take care of our soldiers then you're evil, or if you want us to support. Our our ex soldiers are evil. Like socialism, it it's so fucking frustrating. Well, yeah, because like it's a it's a lose lose situation for everybody. Because like the same, I don't even understand how it's possible that the same people that can like be like I support the hell out of the troops don't give a fucking shit about veterans, and it's like how how that's but that's what they're so it's it's why what are they supporting 
are they supporting the troops or are they supporting what they presume to be the, the troops' morality and actions overseas, which is to say shooting brown people? They're supporting ultranationalism. Exactly. Is what they're supporting, supporting ultranationalism. The concept of, of American <clears throat> imperialism. Yeah, which, as you know, is great. And good to My do. Favorite thing. Um, do we need to do an ad break, or do we not do those? On uh, I don't think we're doing those on, on these. Oh, okay. Since well, that's I just awesome. I, I I thought there might be some days where you just cut out at the thirty minute mark. Yeah, um, but, but we've been going for quite a while we on have these, been. these things. So, I mean, it, it turns out it's like a lot easier to talk about this shit when we don't have a script. Believe in mind. it. Believe it or not. Uh, I really like patterns and consistency. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it I, seems that I also do. I anyway. So it's just like we we've been doing it this way for the off topics. I like. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stick to my guns. Mm-hmm. I understand. Well. So anyway, do you have any more shit to talk about the military and how you hate uh, people who are in the military and how you are looking to fight one of them? Uh, no, I, I, I mean, uh, what I have to say is, well, it's just like, I, I have, I have a good friend like through discord who's like, yeah. like in Missouri in the air force right now on yeah. that, the, the same friend group, there's a bunch of them who are ex army and shit. Yeah. And it's like, I love them all dearly. And it's like, I, they agree with me. Right. <laughs> like, right. They're all like, yeah, well, pretty it much. It was incredibly fucked up. The things that, that the army does. Yeah. And, like not, they weren't there out of like nationalism it's like oh shit how am i gonna like pay for college how am i gonna afford right it's an economic decision for a lot of people yeah and it's so it's like i have anyway it's just it's just i think i think more so than anything i think the 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 our military leaders are are like the evil and i don't i i i don't like pointing at like random soldiers and right the blame of the the military industrial complex that's been trunking for 80 years on some dude who wanted health insurance right well and so it's hard i mean a lot of trans people join the military for the aspect that it can help them with their transition like yeah these are good things um the 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 bigger problem is what a lot of good hard-working people are asked to do and then what a lot of people do with the power that they're given in wartime uh-huh so like you know the, this is what I mean about these things being nuanced. So the thing is, American Sniper is not a story about somebody who joined the military so that they could transition, and then they like went on to have a happy, healthy life. <laughs> uh, it's not about that, is it? It's about a guy who loved shooting brown people and was like, I got the most confirmed kills, which makes me the biggest hero. And everybody's like, yes, Yes, soy face at the fucking guy who killed all these people. He clearly is a god at killing. We must worship him cuz killing is good. And and that uh that's a I feel like that's a hot take. I feel like it's it's a hotter take to be like uh I think him killing all of those people was something so good. We should make um, an award-winning film about him uh, so that other people will join the military and try to become like him. That, to me, feels a bit spooky. 
it's incredible to me that um so I'm trying to pull up stats of like confirmed kills by different snipers. Yes. And this deranged propaganda website has like has has ranked snipers. Uh and Chris <laughs> Kyle is their number one. But so Chris Kyle shot 150 round people in a war of aggression by America. Yes. Number two is is uh Simo uh Hayaha. I don't I can't pronounce his name. Yeah. Who's a uh who's a who's a Finnish sniper who shot five hundred Nazis without a scope. And and somehow he gets number two. Yeah. Well, goddamn! I wonder whose dick that guy who runs that website really wants to suck. I have a feeling it's Chris Kyle's. Oh, his his weird dead dick. Why yeah. are we celebrating this man? Yeah, it, it's just like the other guy killed five hundred Nazis. Yeah, like, well, and it's like, oh no, oh no. If you want to, without make, a scope, like, if you, you want to make a movie about, about snipers, like it's like make a movie about that dude, or make a movie about like the women snipers in Russia in World War Two that were like. Well, if the Russians catch me, then they're going to... Or if the Germans catch me, then they're going to, like, kill my children and rape me to death. So I'm going to take this rifle and hide up in this building and shoot Germans till they blow the building up. Right? Like, there's yeah. so many better stories to tell than Chris fucking Kyle's. Well, yeah. I mean... I'm sure that Chris Kyle... Loved his to beat dogs. Well, yes, but he. I'm sure he loved his plastic baby daughter. <laughs> I. I'm my, sure he loved her. My number one goal in life is to be sued by Chris Kyle's estate. Oh, we're working on it. We're getting close. I'm trying so hard. <laughs> we're getting close. If we keep talking, <laughs> you know, we're gonna get there. Um, no, uh, I. I do think that he and his wife like. I thought it was weird that they, like, I don't know which one of them was instigating the lie, but one of them was instigating the lie that they were having children, but they were secretly just going to the dollar store and buying a, a, a baby just to see if Chris was so traumatized that he wouldn't notice that his daughter had become plastic, and he did not notice. So, I, th- I think that's amazing. Something I'm just remembering now, though, is at the start of the movie where they, they tie how you should kill brown people to, like, Christianity. Oh, shit. yeah. The other good decision I, that they make very early on. Did you ever watch Hacksaw Ridge? I did not. Isn't that directed by Mel Gibson? Actually, I think it is. It absolutely uh, is. Ah, boy, howdy. No. Okay, no, 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 no. But it's a movie about somebody whose religious convictions means that when he gets drafted, he refuses to carry a rifle. And yeah. So he becomes a medic. So the whole movie's a war movie through the eyes of a medic who doesn't have a gun. Which is a lot more interesting, admittedly. And yeah. I know a lot of people like that film. Yeah. Um, it is a shame that it's directed by uh, the, the, <laughs> the most anti Semitic man in our generation. You hating Mel Gibson, <laughs> which I think is a better way of putting it. Um, I, I, yo, um, real quick, uh, completely unrelated to all the bullshit that we've been talking about for the rest of this episode. I watched the rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? No. We should watch it. What is it? Um, so Nathan Fielder from Nathan for You, you know that guy? Oh, I th- actually I do think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so he like basically becomes a a, ge- a genius of evil. 
I, a a super genius of evil. I know you're talking and about. And he, he decides to uh, rehearse all of his actions with other people it's, so that he can help them start rehearsals so they can deal with their problems uh-huh. uh, through practice. So he hires a lot of actors to be his fake people in his life and then he hires the actors to play their fake people in their (laughs) life and then he starts pretending to be one of the actors and then he has to hire actors to play the actors and then it gets fucking out of control from there and and it basically uh the the reason i bring it up is because the final episode is basically about how like people deny um, the ex- like the existence of Judaism in society as a valuable religion, like not to say that they that they want it to be like given extra special treatment or some bullshit, but that they just want it to have some tolerance in society. Very simple, and how that is often denied from them. But the funny thing is, is like very immediately after this they have a woman like who's very jewish come in and be like okay so you've got a platform you need to uh support israel right now (laughs) and he's like um do i have to and she's like well, yeah, because Palestine, they, they, the news loves Palestine and hates Israel. And Israel cured a lot of diseases and is very good. And he's like, well, yeah, it seems like it's a pretty nuanced issue. And, and she's like, yeah, but you've got a platform. You've got you've to fucking endorse Israel. Kiss the fucking ring. <laughs> and, and so... <laughs> I don't know why I brought this up completely, but but uh, we're talking about Mel Gibson being we, anti-Semitic. We were talking about yeah. So, but no, I mean, it's just funny. I literally watched something about anti-Semitism so, like, literally okay. yesterday. So here's the ultimate question. Yes. If you asked Mel Gibson who he supported more, Israel or Palestine, would he a a hear me oh. out? Hear me out. I'm going to break oh, down this my question. God. Would Mel? What would, the Break this down. Would Mel Gibson say Israel overcoming his his ginormous anti-Semitism, or, or basically? Well, yeah. Is, which wins? Which wins? Yeah, which is wins? racism towards like or is brown conservatism, people, or is like conservative racist towards towards uh towards people in the Middle East, or his anti-Semitism? Look, I uh, which be, is the stronger like, evil inside <laughs> Mel Gibson? He do like look. I I hate Jewish people, but but I gotta say. Uh, I support all of the special uh, sciences and disease cures that are coming out of Israel these days, so I gotta endorse Israel. Or would he be like, yeah, I do hate Jewish people, so I guess I'm gonna support Palestine, <laughs> which is the far better choice. Um, but but not, 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 not for that reason. Not- no, well, that's the <laughs> fucked up thing, is no matter which one he picked, it would have to be for the wrong reason, yes. which is why this is an amazing question. I, I just wanted to clarify that, that you, you, you oh were my God. Hating, hating Israel and supporting Palestine is the right reason, <laughs> because Israel's turned Palestine into a concentration camp, basically. Not, be, not, not for anti-Semitic reasons. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, so hopefully we can kind of use Mel Gibson's anti-Semitism against him. Uh, and we can 
hopefully th- get some rights for the Palestinians. I, I think, um, I think uh, Mel Gibson, unlike every other right-wing shitheel, is uncancelable. I genuinely think that you could not affect his worldview or his opinions through Twitter. Well, <laughs> like, so something like, somebody said is like the the moment someone is canceled is the moment that they apologize. Yes, and, and Mel Gibson will <clears throat> will will call you he every will never slur apologize. in the dictionary before he apologizes. Yeah, he will not apologize. He will, he, he will be like, no, no, list. no. Yeah. So like, if, you. if this is the case, then like. You know, he's, he's, uh, we all hate that he's in pop culture, but he just doesn't go away <laughs> because he refuses to yes. apologize. And he's just like, no, I'm Mel fucking Gibson. It's like you make Jordan Peterson take down a tweet and he literally cries on a YouTube video, yeah, right? I'm you being do canceled. anything to Mel Gibson and he goes, fucking what, cunt? Yeah, well, and so that's the weird thing. It's so weird how sometimes I I do find this this is true that sometimes right wing people uh, fall tumbling down into the hole of a good take, <laughs> and you're like, what happened there? It's like it's like <laughs> when you're doing a math problem and your teacher's like, it's like you. you Everything you did is wrong, but you have the right answer somehow. <laughs> somehow you got the right answer. <laughs> like uh, everything taking you from the problem to the solution was incorrect in in every way, shape, and form. But somehow you got there. Well, yeah, it's it's like if you listen to like one of your right wing friends talk for long enough, they're usually like, "Yeah, it's so bad, and the taxes are so bad, and the fucking and the insurance system is so bad, and money." Money is terrible and, and I'm not, bad. I'm not getting paid and, enough. And then you just like, and then you, a genius, say back in response. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty shitty. Uh, have you considered like maybe you know maybe we should abolish the state? Maybe we just get rid of it, dude. And then the guy will be like. That's what I've been saying for years. I've been saying for years that we've needed to just get rid of the goddamn government and Biden and all of them. And it's just like, that's called anarchy. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, and, and I, uh, too, you know what I mean? And then you but, just like, let's keep radicalizing this person the, the now. Problem, the problem I've experienced and, and doing, genuinely doing that to people Yes. Is is a couple weeks later they come back and they've been like I've really been looking into the Sanarchy thing. Like oh, it's looking a little oh. bit more like QAnon. And to they me say now. and they say yeah I've been reading a lot of Anne Rand. <laughs> ah no wrong Lenny. Hold on Lenny. Look at the rabbits. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's really good. Um no at that point you're just like have you considered trying estrogen? <laughs> you could get it. In the mail. <laughs> it's easy. Uh, no, but that's, that's, that's the next thing to do, I think, with Mel Gibson as well. Is, is just this sort of slip, slip slowly try to be his... like, Mel, listen, I know you support Palestine now, and I think that's really, really cool. Have you considered trying uh, this newfangled cool drug? It'll make you really uncomfortably hot and weirdly young looking even though you're old uh fun fun mill gibson fact uh kilts were invented during the time of braveheart 
He does like wearing a skirt already. I exactly. I'm just saying, like, like he, they, dress goes spinny. They uh, Mel Gibson dress goes. <laughs> they added historically inaccurate <laughs> garments, <laughs> so Mel Gibson could wear a skirt. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. No, Mel Gibson dress goes spinny. Come yeah, on. I, no, I, I agree with you. I have seen Braveheart. <laughs> He painted his face with makeup. Yeah, he's a queen. Listen, Come on, I he think... supports Palestine. Fuck me. <laughs> Cat girl, Mel Gibson. <laughs> Let's go. Oh my god. Listen, I love how many accounts there are of uh, of the uh, of the Anglo people fighting the Romans, buck ass naked, with woad paint and their wife right next to them. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of gay history, isn't there? Um, the the Romans thought that the Britons like legitimately lived in bogs. Did they? They thought they like came out of a bog. Like like they thought that they just like lived their life in the bog. <laughs> <laughs> we are the bog people. The bog people. Well, because they would hide there to ambush the Romans, and the Romans were like, I guess I just lived there because they like jump out buck ass naked, covered in blue paint. Oh yeah. I keep on moving the mic away to do hand motions and I don't think it's working out very no, well. No, I think it's funny. I think it's uh, really funny when you do that. It's like when I do visual comedy in a podcast. It's like it's kinda like when you It's kinda like a recording software took a giant piece of shit there and we talked for like ten more minutes and it just cut it out. So uh we're I'm gonna try to sum up those ten minutes. Yeah, uh, what did we say? What did we say? We both think American Sniper shit. It's true. Uh, uh May asked me what my favorite war movie was and I came up with uh the siege of Jadotville and the show Generation Kill. Uh, we talked about Black Hawk talked Down. About Black Hawk Down for a minute. Uh, I, I, I like the, the, the book, which is a collection of stories compiled by journalists more than the movie. Yeah, mostly the, the funny part was that, that Mel Gibson as a cat girl is very funny. We all had a laugh at that. Um, and I, I think that's the end of the episode, I can't remember right? if, if we made this joke before and after the cutoff. But so May said something about uh, finishing out with American Sniper. And I said someone already finished him. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? That was pretty funny when I'm you just, said I'm that I'm just going to repeat before. that joke real quick. I know it's uh, the first time that everybody else is hearing it, but it's yes. the second time for me. Yeah, which is why you're not laughing, obviously. Right, not really laughing. But, it, it's, but it's, it's funny the first time, not the second. Um, yeah, exactly. So audience, I hope you enjoy that joke about... <laughs> about the dead, about, the dead sniper about man. The, the dead um, narcissistic lying sniper. Uh, <laughs> and with that... It was great having y'all here. Yeah, so well, to sum up the entire podcast, we talked about a dead narcissistic sniper and we talked about a living actor who's anti-Semitic who might accidentally have a good take on Palestine and might also be a trans woman. Yep. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>